Hello, it is I, Sir Mac. It is I, Kush. And your boy Sleazy Mac. Hey. Man, hold up. <laughs> yes, the man is back again. again. One time for the one time. This is like the eighth time for the <laughs> 19th time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, shenanigans. Um, Today, we have... More kicks. I see that. I see and that. they looking we beautiful. We have more pot. Okay. Okay. Y'all fuck me up with y'all responses. <laughs> I see that. Oh, well, <laughs> well, fuck you too, then, asshole. Um. Anyway, today's kicks uh-huh. are none other than the panda dunks. The panda dunks. The panda dunks. Panda, if you're a sneakerhead, you are tired of these. Why? What's so? What's um, so they have problem? restocked numerous times. The resale started off high, which was a complete robbery, and that shit it was crazy because it started off like four hundred dollars, damn near for resale, and then they finally went down to like they're around like two to three hundred now, depending mm-hmm. on what size you're getting. But it's just the Nikes restocked them about like ten different times. Damn. So, yeah, these shoes are, I like them, personally. However, the price range on them is crazy, and then it's like everybody has them now. Everybody has them. Everybody, like, there's so many people, it's ridiculous. They One dude made a TikTok, he was going around New York counting how many times he's seen these pair, this pair of shoes. Damn. And the count was like... It was definitely 10 plus. Oh, shit. What the it was shit up there? there? And that was just on a random day. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, damn. that's just a random day. And you, more than 10 people wearing the same shoe with me, I'm going back home and shame. Are they comfortable as fuck I mean, yeah, they're dunks. So, they're always nice and comfortable. They kind of feel like Air Force Ones. Okay, okay. But a little, they're a little sportier. They're like the sports, it's the like, real sports like, version. Like comfort and all that? Yeah. What, it's like a dunk, like a skating shoe? Or no? Not, well, they have the Dunk SB. That's oh, the skate oh, shoe. Okay, okay, okay. And then they have the regular Dunk. Okay, okay. And that's the basketball shoe. Okay, that's nice to know. Yeah. That's nice to know. Yeah, that's a good little... Yeah, because some people be getting confused and shit, and they be thinking all Dunks are the same. They're, they're not the same. They're not. They're not the same. The major difference between the SBs and the regular Dunks the is the tongue. tongue. Yeah, the big tongue. You see that fat tongue, you know you got some SBs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. And the pops I brought out today. Okay. Yeah. What we got? This is from one of my favorite TV shows that's on Netflix. Okay. No promo, but it's just true. And um, it's called uh, The Heist. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, if you've seen The Heist, then you would know I have. Well, you would know the characters Nairobi and The Professor. Hmm. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god! I know, I know. You've been telling me. I'm hey, sorry. You're not, it, the, you're not the only one. I, I'm, I'm telling sorry. you, it's such a good show because this guy right here, the professor, and yeah. you see him. He's dressed up as a a clown. Okay. This dude has such elaborate plans. Uh, something happened at the hospital, and he had to get there, and he held an audition for a clown at the hospital. 
So thousands, like damn near like, I want to say thousands, but like at least 500 people showed up mm-hmm. to the audition dressed in clowns. And they're all in the hospital. They're all throughout the hospital. Like everybody's there trying to find the audition and shit. Everybody's dressed up in clown outfits. Hell no. Oh, that's fucking smart. So he disguised himself as this clown. Yeah. Went in there, slipped in, did what he had to do, and slipped out. Ooh. All while the police were trying to figure out what the fuck was going on. Damn. That's so smart. That's why he's a professor. He, man, that's why they call him the professor because he makes the entire plan and he has a backup plan for the backup plan. Shit's crazy as hell. Okay. So. What about the, what do we got on the other one? Uh, this is Nairobi. Nairobi was part of the heist. Okay. And she's actually one of the people that was on the inside. See, the professor stays on the outside, gives them all the plan, gives them all the game, all the inside, all the shit they can't see. Yeah. On the inside, she was holding it down. She was one of the ones holding it down. Okay, okay. Like, nah, they got, man, I'm telling you, the characters they got in that motherfucker, you will fall in love with the characters because, like, some of the characters, like, the professor has a brother. You would love that motherfucker. Like, for real, for real. Like, you would love that nigga because he's different, bro. Like, when I say a different bread of human, like, he different. Like, the way they think is already different, but, like, he just don't give a fuck. I'm gonna have to watch it now. Like, he's the definition of, I just don't give a fuck. He's like, like, the professor comes like, all these crazy theories, and he's just like, so what? Relax. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, about it too much. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, like, it's all a thrill ride for his brother. Like, it's just a thrill ride. Like, we was talking about last time, the thrill. Yeah. Like, Robin Banks and plotting out plot like living life on the edge it was his brother's lifestyle. That's that's it. Damn. That's all he knew. So like yeah, I could sit here and talk about because each one of them have a different story. They get into their stories like man, it is crazy. I'm he even got him. he even got one of the lead detectives to switch up and be on the squad, bro. Damn. Like, you got to watch that show, bro. I don't know why it's people sleep called Heist? Up. Yeah, it's called The Heist. All right. You know, on the pop, it has the... Because it's not based in America. Yeah. It's foreign. I think they're in Brazil or something. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a thousand percent sure where they are, but it's like the... La, case, the, La Casa de Pepe. Yeah. The House of Paper. I don't know why it translates to the House of Paper, but they call it The Heist in English. So, whatever. It's papel. Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> no, just, just let you know. La Casa de Papel. Yeah. But that translates to House of Paper, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they call it the heist. No, just, just you know. Yeah, yeah. Little, I understand, but little, I can't. I'm not all the way there. Throwing little games. Appreciate it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it in my pocket. Got you, got you. Right here in my pocket. <laughs> With the papel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And... But all this robbery speak, that brings me to today's tale. Ooh, okay. okay. What you got for us? I have, a, I have a tale of a bank robber who kept eluding the police. Like so He was like a master, like getting away? Uh, you could almost say that. You okay. could almost say that. Why was he on the run? 
Um, that is because in 1995, in October, the Shaw family had arrived at home. Parker Shaw tried to open the garage door with the remote from the car, but it didn't work. Then he headed inside to try and open it manually. Upon entering his home, he was confronted by two masked men. They tried to they tied him up and put him in the bedroom. Outside his house, his wife and granddaughter were waiting. There you go. <laughs> Getting tired of sitting in the car, his wife, Brenda, went in and took her granddaughter also. Once they got to the door, the men grabbed the two and put them in the same room as Parker. The men took their credit cards and money. Then, the one who was in... Uh, ah, fuck. I fucked it up. I knew it. It was coming. It was doing too good. <laughs> he said I was, I was doing too good. <laughs> You know how you do it? It's just going hey, too smooth, and then you know it's coming. It happens. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> then the one who was clearly the leader said that they were that they was the what the fuck did I write? <laughs> okay, I fucked that sentence off. I didn't write it right. <laughs> The one who was clearly the leader, the one that was clearly the leader, said that they were there for their daughter, Amy, and they wanted the money out of her bank account. So they would wait. For over an hour, they waited for Amy. At 7 p.m., the leader made Brenda go to the living room and had one of the guys stay in the room with Parker and the granddaughter. Damn. <laughs> Fuck, I was looking for it. Where's the end? <laughs> Edit. There it is. At 7 p.m., the leader made Brenda go to the living room and had one of the guys stay in the room with Parker and the granddaughter. They knew exactly when she was coming home. Amy was surprised when she got to the door. Because usually it was open, but today it was locked. The Suspicious. Very. <laughs> <Don't be suspicious. laughs> the gunman ordered Brenda to open the door. Once she seen her mother's face, she knew something was wrong. She entered the home and the gunman came out. The leader grabbed Amy and told her that he had been watching her for a long time. Ew, then started questioning her about the bank security. Stalker. <laughs> For stalker vibes, that's what it gives. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go off. Exactly Sorry, go happens. ahead. Continue. I apologize. Why are you apologizing? Yeah, so, why? It's okay. You already messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> From all her training, she knew it would be best to comply with the robbers. She revealed that she had one code to the vault, but you needed two codes to open it. 
The leader said, we'll deal with that when we get there. The leader then announced that he was going to take Amy to the bank, and if anything went wrong, he would have his men hurt the family. As the as they left, the robber removed his mask to avoid any suspicion. At gunpoint, Amy drove all the way back to work at the bank. He had her drive all the way around the bank to see if any cleaning crew was there. Amy drove by an ATM hoping the camera would catch a picture of him. After he looked around, he ordered her inside. He had her explain every action she made to make sure she wasn't pulling any alarms and warned her not to try. Back at the house, the two robbers ordered the family to the living room where they would watch the front of the house. The two men were getting restless and fidgety. Then one gunman accidentally shot the handgun. <laughs> Accidentally. accidentally come on man i done accidentally pulled the trigger <laughs> this this Sorry. scared both men as they were concerned that they might have alerted the neighbors with the sound of gunfire unless you in the hood after a <laughs> while a car pulled into the driveway it was amy's sister her husband and daughter. Damn, it was a whole crew. Shit. They came for a visit. They were taken as soon as they walked in the house. They now had six hostages. Those motherfuckers. In the bank, the gunman had Amy try to get in the safe, but she needed the other code. So he then told her to call her co-worker and get the code. The co-worker hesitated, not knowing what was going on when Amy asked her on the phone. The robber then got on the phone demanding the code. After the robber threatened the co-worker that he would come get it himself, she feared Amy was in real life threatening trouble and gave them the code. The gunman made sure the co-worker stayed on the phone so she wouldn't call the police. Amy tried the code, but the door didn't open. The gunman threatened them both. They made her try again. This time, the door opened. The robber had Amy... The robber had Amy stay on the line while he went in the vault. He asked her where the money that had dye packs were and where the sequence money was. He left those stacks of money alone. After he collected the money, he had Amy call her family on a second line. The leader ordered the gunman at the house to take care of everything at the house, then get out. He got, he got in Amy's car and took off for more than $86,000. Once he was gone, Amy set off the alarm, then called home. Her mother answered, and told her not to call police, but it was too late. The gunmen were still there. Mm. The phone hung up before she could say anything else. The gunman at the house checked the bondages on everyone and then started to act as if they were going to leave. 
Then one hesitated as the other one was telling him it was time to go. The one who stopped had cocked his gun back. The police arrived to the bank at 8 p.m. Amy told the police what happened, and since she lived in another county, the lead detective had to alert the other county police that there was a possible hostage situation still going on. The deputies headed to the home with everything they had at the time. The family had called and said that the robbers had left, but the cops had to be sure. They searched the house for intruders, but to no avail. They had left. Everyone was safe. The Shaws tried to describe the robbers to the best of their ability, but they saw no faces. They only knew that they were African Americans. They were armed and aggressive. One held the gun to Parker's head, but he didn't shoot. They took the brother-in-law's keys and took off in his car. The family described what they were wearing, and the police put out an APD. Following protocol, the police called the FBI to the scene. Amy described the robber to the investigators and told them which way he went. She also told them about the camera on the ATM. But they found out the camera only works when you put in a card. The camera inside didn't catch him either. At the house, detectives found an oily shoe print, a single shell case, but no fingerprints because the robbers kept their gloves on. Investigators then found the car they had took. It was not far from the house. It apparently got stuck in the ditch after the robbers tried to back out. Around the car, they found guns, clothes, and masks. An officer in the nearby neighborhood spotted two black men walking a few blocks from the Shaw family's home. He pulled over and questioned the pair. They told him they were playing basketball at a church not too far. Red flags immediately popped in the officer's head because the church they were referring to had no lights on on their basketball court. The suspects agreed to further questioning at the police checkpoint that was set up near the Shaw's home. Their names were Daniel Evans and LaMarco Roscoe. The head FBI investigator got word of the suspects being brought to the checkpoint and went there to question them. First, hoping that questioning them separately would make one of them crack. They were unable to give details about the church upon questioning. Investigators believed they were involved. Police took a gamble and threatened Roscoe with a death penalty, stating that if the third suspect killed Amy, they would all get the chair. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that part kind of, kind of. They all get you all get the chair. <clears throat> that kind of irked me a little bit because, like, just a tad bit because I understand why he did it. It's a tactic, but at the same time, it's like. 
You lied. Like, yeah, you talking yeah. about if he kill her, like, he don't even have her. But anyway. Anyway. This led to Roscoe confessing his involvement in the robbery. Police then asked what the leader's name was. He replied he only knew his first name, Chris. Another officer who heard the name asked if it was Christopher Jabert. He replied, it was. The investigators then went to question Daniel. After they told him Roscoe had confessed, Daniel confessed. He confirmed Christopher's name. Then officers revealed that a pager had got a buzz from a number. Officers then took the number and called it. A man answered and the police identified himself. Then the man said his name was Chris Jabert. After some time, Chris's mother called him to come over and talk to police. Now, at this time, Chris was 19. Okay, okay. He was on the run already from juvenile. Damn. And I believe he was wanted in another case. Damn. So, after the police talked to his mother, Uh she convinced him to come over. Okay. He came over at 1 o'clock in the morning. Damn. Why so late? (laughs) (laughs) When it said said that, I was like, uh... Why would... If my mom texted me, it was like, hey, come over at 1 in the morning. But no, and that's the thing. She called him to come talk to the police, and he showed up at 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. Okay. But it's still... still, Were the cops still there? Yeah. Oh, shit. That was the entire point of her. Like, the police went to her because they couldn't find him, so they went to her to call him. Okay. And, yeah. All right, all right. I'm sorry. Um, he but he showed up at one o'clock and he showed up with his girlfriend. Um, the police took Jabert in for questioning, and his girlfriend volunteered to go down for questioning. She was like, "I want to go to." Pretty Let's much, pretty much. Double date. So, while he was being questioned, he said that he was with his girlfriend and her friend. In Mount Vernon. Police then questioned the girlfriend and her friend. Oh my goodness. And they were not able to confirm his story. When they went back and told him. That they weren't able to confirm his alibi with the girlfriend and her friend. He then. Said that he couldn't recant his. Weekend. Because he was part of a drug deal in Atlanta. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, like your only alibi is to fucking snitch on where you met. <clears throat> then he says he can't reveal any more information out of fear of his family. Fair enough. I, I, I feel it. But the whole time the police were like, bullshit. Oh, no. Roscoe and Daniel were eventually charged and sentenced to 30 years. Damn. On the other hand, Jabert 
was a little harder to take the trial because he didn't confess and they didn't have any scientific evidence. But with the help of the Shaw family, they were able to win in court. Christopher was charged on six counts. Say damn. Yeah. While waiting for sentencing, Uh he met another inmate who robbed banks. His name was Jerome. Hello, Jerome. The two started the plan for a great escape. The great escape. On March 26, 1996, a guard noticed a cracked door. After he did a head count, he realized two inmates were missing. They was gone. It was indeed Jerome and Christopher. The search was underway, but the police couldn't find them. They even put up checkpoints, but the robbers were not around. The police were in fear the Shaw family was in danger. Investigators had a a strong suspicion that Christopher would return to them for revenge. They set up 24-hour surveillance. But he never showed up. What the fuck? A different case revealed a girl had helped with the escape. At first, she did not want to cooperate, but after she realized that she could go to jail, she confessed to helping. Damn. So she can. Damn, alright. Alright. She said she had dropped off the car and left clothes and water near so they could find it. A day after, the two men robbed a bank. The FBI responded to the scene. Go ahead, what? Uh, it's, it's crazy, like... <clears throat> it, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. But like, it's crazy how much time you get for robbing a bank. It's a federal offense. Yeah, but I'm saying like it's, it's just so like wild. Yeah. Like there's there's more serious crimes that don't even get a quarter of that. Yeah, but some people look at it, everybody. Some people look bank. at it as slight, but like in actuality, you're actually fucking with the reserves and shit. You know what I mean? So it's like regulated money, and somebody's gonna have to replace that money that you took. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And since it's backed by the feds. Take it on. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I get it. They got eighty six thousand reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just in thousands. Imagine the ones that take meals. That's a lot. The FBI found that forty five thousand dollars. Scratch that. I'm sorry. The FBI found that $4,500 had been stolen from the vault. The agents then found the car, but the robbers had ditched it. An hour after the car was found, another car was stolen. There was a home robbery and car theft. The couple had been robbed while working on their car in the garage. Police had to track the men through bank robberies. 
So at this point, they hadn't found them. But the only way to track them was by all the bank robberies that were happening. Huh. And I mean, there was just... They're believed to have robbed at least 11 banks at this time. Damn, that was on move. Jerome was tracked all the way back to his hometown in New Jersey. He was hiding out in a motel room. After hours of watching him, Agent surrounded him. And he jumped in his car and locked himself in. Man, just gonna gonna let him locked in. They ain't gonna be able to get in. Officers surrounded the car, and one was able to get close and break the window. They got him out and arrested him. $1,500, a a semi-automatic pistol, were both found in his car, but no sign of Christopher. Oh, he did. Jerome pled guilty to 10 bank robberies and was sentenced to 19 years, no parole. Oh, that's not that bad. 19 years is a long time. 19 years is a, is a long time. I mean, for, but they could have did worse. 10 robberies? Yeah, that is. It's like they almost gave you two years per robbery. Yeah. He claimed he had no idea where his partner was. They placed a $10,000 reward for any information leading to his arrest. Now, this reward was placed into the media and newspapers and things like that. Then they got a call from a woman in Atlanta who said she believed he was staying at a church member's house. But she didn't think the church member knew who Christopher was. And that he was an elderly man and had just got out of the hospital. The FBI then set up a plan to arrest him. Once they confirmed it was him, they arrested him on the spot. He was booked and charged with the bank robberies. But six weeks later, he escaped again from his cell. Damn. They found traces of blood on the barbed wire. Oh, shit, he cut himself. And pieces of the The uniform. uniform. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn, so they ripped the fuck out of him. So, they began to track him through the blood that he oh, was leaving. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, on top of it had the barbed wire. However, there was a river around there, and they lost the blood trail, but they still were looking for him. They brought out the dogs. They even used the helicopters with the thermal cameras to try to find him. Yet, he avoided any detection. Damn. Officers in another county spotted a man limping. He called for backup, and ultimately, Christopher was back in police custody. Oh, my man. What are you doing? Two weeks later, he was finally sentenced. Oh, here we go. Here we go. He was set to serve his sentence at Leavenworth, Kansas. Ew. And they fought to keep him in jail for life. So no more the prosecutors did not want that man free. No, no, hell no. They did not want him on the streets. They did not believe that it would be safe for him to be at the streets at any time. I mean, he was just a thief, wasn't he? I mean, he didn't hurt nobody. They didn't want him on the streets. They did not want him on the streets. Two weeks later, he was caught trying to escape again. 
This man is relentless. He was hanging under a prison truck. Uh, he tried to see. You gotta be. You gotta be like in a shop where you make license plates, cause then you can like cover your body with that shit. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I don't know. I guess Kyle's broke. I mean, I guess uh, Mount Cushmore is broken out. This motherfucker said Mount Cushmore. Same thing. Um, I just is it's crazy because he was yards away from the front gate. Yeah. He was yards was away like, from the it was front. Probably gate. like on a, one of the second checks. That's probably what happened. After this, he was then sent to the maximum security prison in Atlanta, Georgia, Ooh, where yeah. he is set to serve the rest of his time. Damn, no, he ain't never getting out. Yeah, it's said to be one of the one of the hardest prisons to break out of. So, yeah, don't break into prisons. Don't get in trouble. I mean, don't break just, out of prison. Yeah. Just don't get don't in trouble. Break, don't break in prisons either. You so know, and, and it, it's crazy because, all right, his partner in crime got 19 years. Yeah. But he got... He got life. life. Well, that's because he's he escaped. Yeah. Well, because he's been escaping. His partner like crazy. escaped with him the first time. Yeah, but then after that, he, he kept on trying to escape. Yeah. yeah. What, what Doesn't it add like 10 years or something to your time? I have no idea. That I'm not too sure. I know, I know, it's, a, I know, it's a fucking. It's but you know what? Fair. He got all those other, he got all those other armed robberies. Then he mm-hmm. had that main armed robbery, which is crazy. Ridiculous. I just think uh, being a criminal wasn't for him. I mean, obviously, he was able to fucking get out whenever he wanted to. So I mean, the Not first even. couple. I mean, at all the other spots, he was able to get out, but. It's just, you know... Just dug himself deeper and deeper and deeper instead of just... You know, if you can't do the time, don't do not do the crime. Oh, yeah. I mean, he should have... I don't know what... I mean, I don't have no, no guidance for this man. I don't... There's nothing you can tell him really now. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he should have just went. Hopefully, he got 19 years like the other guy. The other guy's probably out sitting fat. How old, how old was he? I mean, at the t- uh, at the time he was nineteen. This was in ninety six. He still would have been young. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. You would've been hella young. You would've been what, like fucking thirty eight. Yeah, forty. You want that hard not life? Damn, hey, but you—that's yeah. like your whole twenties and then everything like that too. That's what I'm saying. That's tough. That's hard. Especially if you don't have no job experience or anything, when you get locked up at 19, you get out at like 38, 40, like, bro, you don't know But shit. at least you could have got your GED, you could have started doing some classes on site. Yeah. There's different things you could do in there, but it's just a matter of doing it. But I mean, that man was, he was, it's like almost like he was built to live crime, like already at night. I mean... I don't think he was built for it because he kept on getting caught. But I mean, I mean, I, I think he has exactly a lot of heart. what I mean. He has a lot of heart for it. No, like no, some people are admit. I mean, I don't want to say some people admit, but some people are just drawn to. I mean, at least he kept doing quiet. what you're not supposed to do. At least he kept quiet. I mean, he held it down. He needed better accomplices. He did, but he, he really, he really did. Um, he really did like stay silent because every time they would question him, he would always have some type of excuse or some yeah. type of lie. Like, so yeah. nobody else would get in trouble. Just he just took it on the chin, and I mean, that's it. 
That's all you really can do sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he he tried the best. I mean, got what he got. Now he's in there forever. At a max. Yeah, a federal max. max. So, so young, you know. I mean, who knows if he would have put some effort or he would have been different. But, I mean, hey. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> Thought you was about to evolve. <laughs> Over here shaking his head up. Oh, what's going on? I was just yawning, bro. He's, like, he's gonna evolve to a snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> Drowsy. Droopy. That's Forrest Whitaker. But. This motherfucker. <laughs> that's some fucked up shit. What are you fucking with the wit like that? <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> this dude. That's some whole ass shit, Carl. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let that motherfucker man hear that shit you're talking about. He, on, it's Antonio. not like he felt bad for you, so he was like, all right, I'm going to say I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, shit, let that motherfucker hear that shit. He can come all the way to San Antonio. Whoop that ass. It's a joke. <laughs> right? Oh, no, Mr. Whitaker, it's, it's just a joke. Mink is it. <laughs> oh, fuck. You and your minks, what the fuck? Will you leave that shit alone? Leave that shit for them young people on TikTok. This nigga over here, mink, mink. What happened to mink, 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 mink? All right, this shit got... How do, how do sound effects get soft? All right, like, mink, mink, mink. You can't even say bink, bink no more. It's mink, mink. What the... What cartoon did y'all watch? Mink, 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 mink. This sounds like some Chinese shit. Hell yeah, some Ataro shit. Right. Mink, 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 That sounds like that's somebody's superpower. All right. Mink, 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 mink. <laughs> It's okay. A, it sounds like a character that got left of a uh, left off of Mortal Kombat. Oh, uh, does it? Yeah, it does. Everybody had everybody else had badass sound effects, and he had me 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 me, and they was like, "Nah, we just gonna cut this one." They told everybody to be creative. That's all he came with. That's all my Kushmark Y'all see how they do me? Make, make <laughs> y'all listening? This is how they fucking treat me. Here we go. Oh, the blame game. It's not my fault. I told you to stop doing meet me. And you still come over here like meet me. I just told you like at least 10 reasons. Me. I just gave you at least a good 10. You sound like one of those little fish from Spongebob. And they do that shit. Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Me, 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 me. Yeah, that's you right there. Y'all assholes. Nah. Remember in uh, you did it yourself. Finding Nemo. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the same thing. Yeah. Just in fish. Mm-hmm. Mink, mink. Okay. <laughs> if, those, if those fault, <laughs> those geese fault, <laughs> I imagine they'd be like, meat, meat. Oh, meat, yeah. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> God, why you doing a oh. ladder like that? Why not I just put it on? Don't, don't. He just threw it. the situation. That's horrible. You should have just placed it. Damn. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's a whole soft area. Right? Just it fucking... sounded louder than it, what it did. You just 
threw it with disrespect. <laughs> it sounded louder than what that's, it should have been. Because of the mic. It sounded, it sounded louder than it. No, don't. Why you? Damn. Why do you keep redoing? Yes, leave it there. There. Leave, leave it there. That's, oh. See, it's not about us right now. It's about the ones that's listening. Mm-hmm. Now they can't even hear this. Yeah. Now they can. I didn't know. Nigga, it's loud as fuck. Huh? Somebody hear this shit in their car, they gonna be like, "What the fuck are these niggas doing?" Damn, I was just showing you that it wasn't that loud. It was only that loud because of the mic. First and foremost, I know that. Secondly, okay, I say that all the time because well, they kind of. I, I guess they, the, the 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 listeners can know what it is. I mean, I just threw it out there that Mount Cushmore is just straight disrespecting lighters. Yeah, it's just throwing shit on the fucking table, making all this ruckus. Whatever. Whatever. You can you can say that, but there's evidence that proves otherwise. I wasn't throwing. I didn't throw it though. If if this was a jury, you'd be going away from you'd be in Leavenworth right now for life. Well, fuck this jury. That's horrible. Now you're going forever. Now you're going against the jury. You're going against your own peers. Those are the only ones that can. Damn, my peers. If they were my peers, they'd let me go. Nah, I don't think so. I wouldn't let you. With go. the evidence stacked against you? What evidence? I put the <laughs> You threw it, and then you just threw I the... I didn't fucking throw it. You threw the motor combat lighter. I don't know. You said, was... I'll do it again. You said, me, me. Me, me. Whatever. What the fuck ever. <laughs> that was so aggressive. It was, right? That, that was really aggressive. It was a hard F. Right? It was like a capital F. <laughs> it was a F space F space. It was, it was a caps lock. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even an F. That was a P H H H H H H. If you were a fucking cartoon, you'd be this one. <laughs> this motherfucker This motherfucker said Where the pickles I'm fucking weak Yo You gotta send me that shit I gotta post this shit For the I need content fuck <laughs> 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 We just put Kyle's face oh, on the body. <laughs> Don't do that. I'll report that bitch. I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> Are you done? You said put Kyle's face on the what? On the body. Oh. Or you shit. can put the face the face on Kyle's body. This shit is <laughs> ridiculous, bro. <laughs> I think they're wearing the same color shirt too. Oh, see, I told you about looking like a cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a regular fucking shirt, bro. <laughs> and he got glasses. <laughs> <coughs> fuck y'all. Who the fuck is that? That's the motherfucker. That's the that, one that would the hide one the that, pickles under yeah, his tongue. He, he makes, hides pickles under his tongue. Yeah, because he, he was made gold. SpongeBob go all crazy yeah. and shit. Because he said that uh, SpongeBob didn't make the burger right. And then he went and lifted up the fucking dude's tongue, and he's like, "Here's the pickles." Uh huh. And he had a lot of pickles. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he saw how he talked. Wow. Like, he would talk like with a little this slur and shit, mm. like how Kyle talks. 
don't talk with a fucking slur. I know, I'm just playing with you. Damn. <laughs> Every time you say fuck, it's just so aggressive. I've never heard, talk a, with a, I've never heard a, I've never heard a mountain cuss so much. Right. Mountain move, mountain cuss. <laughs> mountain throws lighters. Mountain goes eight. <laughs> the first time y'all seen a mountain go eight. Oh, this mountain must God. be from North Carolina or something. Nah, he gotta be from the Rockies. You think so? What about the Andes? It's a little too east. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, he looked like a country western type. Fuck you! You look like you chop. You look like you chop down the tree right now. No, I wear Crocs. <laughs> Why would I do that? Everybody wear Crocs these days. You can do Crocs. Crocs are, <laughs> listen, Crocs. <laughs> you can do anything in Crocs. <laughs> they got a relax mode and a sport mode. You throw that motherfucking sport mode, you, you're ready for anything. This said anything. Anything. I'm dead. You got to run. They not going nowhere. You strapped in. So if you got to chop lumber, they're not going nowhere. Mm-mm. You might get a couple of weed pussy. Lumber. Oh. You chopping that wood. <laughs> <laughs> so what you be doing out there? <laughs> <laughs> Taking care of cattle and shit. <laughs> Fuck y'all. You getting your Kanye on? His <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Whatever. Oh, what was that, uh, Old Blue? What was, uh, Paul Bunyan's ox name? <laughs> this fuck. Wasn't it Babe? Babe, was it Babe? I don't know, let me look that up. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you built like an ox. Paul Bunyan had a badass ox. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Why you treat Paul Bunyan like that? He eat a tall stack of flapjacks? Nah, I'm mm-hmm. good. You don't like flapjacks? Shit, I do. <laughs> <laughs> babe, the blue ox. Yeah. How babe the blue ox doing? <laughs> he right there. Shut your ass up. Nigga, you know she at home. How's she doing? <laughs> <laughs> You ever tied up? Uh-huh. You ever tied up? Hell nah, she too big to tie up. I'm done with y'all. Nah, the blue ox was huge. Nah, I'm done with y'all. Y'all some assholes. Bro, I'm just saying you look... By like, nature. Like, if you came to my house and I lived in the woods and you'd be like, I chopped lumber, <laughs> I believe you. How do I, why do I look like I, I chopped lumber? You got the lumber beard. True, that's just fire. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's not like a dish. It's not like you look horrible or something. Like, I wouldn't advise you to go home and shave it. Yeah, I wouldn't shave that shit. I'm not going to. <laughs> you look like a ginger Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Santa on summer. This motherfucker said a ginger, a ginger Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. but we better watch out before we get on the naughty list. Oh, fuck. 
Hey, but they do need to add some color to uh, Santa's beard, though. Well, he's, really, he's, he's just all white. He's just all no, white. No, he has them rosy cheeks like Mount Cushmore. That's it. It's because it's fucking cold. I think it's at the North Pole, dude. My shit would be rosy red, too. If Mount Cushmore was a ranger, which one do you think he'd be? Rudolph. (laughs) (laughs) fuck. Hey, he saved the the night. He'd be blitzing. Or Dasher. (laughs) (laughs) Or a comic. Uh, He'd be a vixen. I see him as Rudolph. With your nose holding so it bright. Down, right, holding it down. Hell yeah. You would be like a Dasher Comet. Uh, I think I'd be a blitzer. Nah. Uh, you would be a reindeer trying to run and fly through all the sky. Right? <laughs> Just fucking flying in like, hey, what the fuck you doing? Dasher, get your ass back on you. <laughs> get your dumb ass here. You just taking off. You ain't even say which way we going. This nigga going to New York. Everybody else trying to go to Los Angeles. <laughs> it's hot over there. I'm trying to go where it's cold. But um, hopefully y'all enjoyed my tale. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed the tale. I enjoyed the tale. Hopefully y'all see how everything was tied in. Because these shoes is a fucking robbery. It's a scam. Don't go buy a resale. Don't, do not go buy these shoes resale. I like that. I like that right there, what you said. And also, <laughs> just, just a little game. Buy them dunks ASAP. Because the price on them is about to increase. It's going to increase by like a slight $10. But they gonna increase. Ten dollars, ten dollars. Ten dollars is still ten dollars more. Yes, sir. So if you can get them for the low for the one twenty, while they going for one twenty, go ahead and cop them up because once they go up to one thirty, that's it. You know, it's one thirty. Yeah. And then you know the dumbass resellers they gonna try to hit you for two sixty now. Two sixty or better. <laughs> I ain't about that better. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not about none of this I ain't shit. Ain't about that better. You know, it's pissing me off. Also, is Kanye West shoes are starting to get outrageous prices. Because, like, last year it went up, this year it's going up. And I'm like, bro, like, I, I want the shoes, but you starting to start flirting with $300 shoes. And I'm like, bro, this is not designer, first and foremost. This is fucking Adidas. Secondly, ain't no difference in how y'all making these motherfuckers. And y'all are still charging me more. Like, bitch, can I get something extra? I'm tired of you. That's, what, that's another problem I have. I'm not buying. I'm not trying to buy a whole bunch of bullshit. I'm not trying to bunch of... I'm Money. not trying to buy a bunch of bullshit that don't come with no extra shit. You want to charge me $500, but then it don't come with nothing extra. Give me some extra shoelaces at least. You know what I'm saying? You don't even get that. A shoe cleaner. You know what I'm saying? Can I get a case? Can I get can I can, something, a backpack, a t-shirt? Can I get something more? Probably not. <laughs> I know they won't do it, but it's still just frustrating because it's like, bro, y'all going up in the price, yet it is costing you nothing more. Y'all just seeing that people are bu- will buy it, so y'all go in. Like, with Jordan brand alone, Nike straight. I don't know. That's, that's so, it just... It does. But that's all I'm saying. Like, with Jordan brand alone, Nike makes so much money. Like damn near in billions, well billions. Then you add on what they make. Then you add on to whatever LeBron has or whatever fucking Kobe makes, whatever uh, KD and all their other players. Like bro, there's so many players. Serena. Damn. 
I think Tiger's still one of them. Like, bro, Nike has a bunch of athletes, like legendary athletes. Shit, who don't want to be signed by Nike? Who doesn't? They bought that paper. Man, what? So, yeah, don't get swindled. Don't get caught up in the dunk game, cause don't get shoe swam. Yeah, do not do it, cause these pandas are clean as hell. But everybody and their mama got them, and they just gonna keep restocking. That's it. <laughs> if you haven't fucking checked out the heist, go ch- go check it out. I highly, highly, highly recommend you checking out the heist. Highly recommend it. It's like, like up there for me because they leave you with cliffhangers i think it, i believe it's like three seasons like i was telling kush that shit is the first two seasons they in the same fucking bank but there's so much shit going on for two whole seasons for, they still yeah, in the they're bank. in the same bank bro like it's so much shit going on and then when you see the when you finally see the end game crazy True. then when they come back oh them boys come back on a whole nother mission. Crazy. Just crazy. It's like, because there's so many twists and turns, and you're just like, oh, yeah, they're going to get caught now. They got to get caught. Nope. Oh, this going to happen. It got to happen. Nope. Then it is it is kind of emotional roller coaster because some of the characters, you, you like you like them, but then you lose them. Okay. I'm going I'm to check it out. I'm going to check it out. But man, the ending is so. Ooh, when you get to that ending, like the final episode, whoo, crazy. But I'm gonna have to check it out. I'm gonna have to watch it. For sure, for sure. Well, thank you for listening. It was fun. I had a, good time. <laughs> I had a hell of a time. I bet you fucking did. <laughs> I'm glad. You, I'm glad. I'm glad you did. <laughs> How your laugh sound diabetic? This motherfucker. Wow. <laughs> That's that was hurtful. What does a Sorry. diabetic laugh sound like? I know, right? <laughs> what kind of sensory do you have? I know. <laughs> the way you're breathing. Hachu, you shit. sneeze like you have diabetes, sir. What's <laughs> 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 the last time you've been to the doctor? Whatever. You're one breath from a heart attack. Right. You bigger than me. <laughs> oh, this is getting serious. In that case, uh, I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, all right. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> thank y'all. Thank y'all. Subscribe and like. Yeah. Subscribe, like, follow, share. Tell a friend. Tell everyone. Tell everybody. Tell, tell everybody, man. Post it everywhere. Everybody. Space, Yahoo. In the hoods. If you share it, we would greatly appreciate yeah, that. We will. If we you will. go and follow on our Instagram. TikTok. It is Tales from the Kicks. Matter of fact, you can just Google us. Real talk, we pop up. Go ahead and Google us. That's crazy. We right there. Just Google it. Tales from the Kicks. Yep. Put it in the, in the search bar. It's, it's in your phone. <laughs> You, your phone, I know your phone probably in your lap or in your hand. Ask Siri. Okay, I was about to say, ask Siri, yeah. Ask Siri, this motherfucker. <laughs> I dropped my thing. Here we go. All right. I am Sir Mac. I'm your boy Kush. 
Your boy Sleazy Mac. And this has been another episode from Tales from the Kicks. Peace. Peace. <laughs>